Welcome to the Cowie Baptist Church podcast. To learn more about Cowie, including in our gathering times, visit us online at cowie.church. Enjoy the message. Amen, amen, amen. What a beautiful uh, song and what a great truth. And just this reminder that uh, we are prone uh, to wonder. And I'm so thankful uh, this morning for our faithful God and so grateful this morning that we come together uh, in His name, that we come together in worship this morning. And, I, uh, you know, I, I was thinking about uh, just raising kids. You know, my kids are uh, one a senior in high school, another in the eighth grade, and a lot of different seasons, you know, that we're in. Yesterday, I was in line at a, a restroom, and I could hear on the other side of the door, and, and it just kind of brought me back to these memories, right? I could hear on the other side of the door, there was a, a dad in there, and he was saying some things like this, and he was, he was you could tell he was just trying to, to manage the scene, right? There's something about a public restroom, especially for a first-time parent, that uh, puts fear in our hearts, right? And so, uh, so this kid's in there, and you can hear, here, pull up your pants, but don't touch, no, 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 don't touch, don't touch that, don't touch anything, be careful, son, pull, pull up your pants, stop, no, don't touch, I mean, and some of you have heard that, right, we've done that, like, and there's a reason for that, like, I can remember uh, the stories, I don't actually remember this moment, but I remember my, my dad reminding me of it, my mom uh, laughing about it, I can remember when, when I was small, uh, I was, uh, you know, finally getting old enough where I was going to the man bathroom, right, like, like, you've been going with your mom long enough, right, and it's time now, I can do this thing on my own, and so my mom, uh, in the heart Hardy's restroom, I think, is where this took place, right? She sent me in, and, uh, and it was my first time, right? And so she's waiting outside like all good moms are waiting outside, and, and I come out, and she says, how'd everything go? And evidently, I said, it went great, but they've got the funniest looking sinks in there that I've never seen, right? And It'll probably make me wash my hands <laughs> again. Like, and you know, so we have those moments, right? And, and we, we know this journey, like, is, is filled with all these crazy moments, you know? And so I, I was thinking about today and, and this parent-child dedication, this time that we're in. And it took me back to a moment. And this morning, I was so glad uh, to see Robbie Tompkins and Jen in here. Robbie is, uh, is Hope's sprint coach at the high school. And I'm just, like, incredibly grateful uh, for him and, and another godly influence. Like, as we think about this parenting journey, like I think about David Morgan, who uh, was a track coach and a coach when I was in high school, and, and just this legacy of faith, right, that, that he had, and this knowledge of, of his faith in God, and I see that same kind of thing in Robbie, and I just am grateful uh, for his in, investment in, in my girl, right, and, and I'm so thankful for that, and we were at the national track meet last year, right, we were, it was this crazy moment, right, at the, and, and we were gathered there, and, and Hope was there, another one of her teammates that uh, runs this 400-meter run, our, kind of our favorite run, and, and uh, there, was, there was two guys that were there, uh, one of them, Isaiah Roots, who uh, worships with us, and so uh, part of our family, and so we're all there, and we're excited, because there's this thing called the mixed relay, right, and we're, we're, we're hearing about this thing, and, and these kids are excited, like there was a lot of anticipation for this moment, because when you look at all the times, and you stack them up, like these two girls, and these two guys, when you put their times together, I mean, According to Robbie, and, and I, like I've never known him to like tell me a fib. Like he really thinks they've, like like this, this race is going to come down to the hundreds of seconds, and they could actually win the nationals, right? And so we're excited, and and in this moment, like we're gathered on the outside of the track. There's a we're at this uh, um, uh, stadium in. in 
uh, down east. And so uh, in there, you can kind of get under the bleachers, and there's some shade, and there's some places you can hang out. And we've been watching the clock, right, because we know what time they're going to run. We know this moment. And really, it's the moment we've been waiting for. They've been, they've been preparing for other moments, but this is the one. And so we're over there, and we're talking, and we're laughing, and we're getting excited, and they're stretching and doing all that stuff, and they're getting ready. And so we get to this time, and we say, we're going out. And we go out, they go out, and all of a sudden, when we get out, we figure out the race is over. And I guess the meet, had, the clock had gotten moved up because they had gotten a little ahead in the meet. And during the midst of that time, maybe they announced it, maybe we didn't hear it. I don't know the whole dynamic. But that day, I was reminded of this truth that I want to remind us of today and I want to lean into, that you must be present to win. And this is so true in so many things about life. And, and this morning, uh, we're, we're going to kind of jet tour through some scriptures and through this storyline. And, and for those of you that know me, I like to preach through a passage of scripture and uh, just walk through that. But we're going to jump around a little today. We're going to start uh, in Joshua chapter number 24. We're going to move to Judges 2. Then we're going to lean into Deuteronomy 6 for a minute. And I'm going to challenge you uh, with a message today that I believe the Lord has, has stirred in my heart and convicted my heart over it as a dad, as a parent, uh, as a pastor. And I believe this could be a, a moment. I believe this could be a day that, that if we will take this in and we will apply the truth of the word of God, that, that it could change everything in some families in this room, that, that it could change uh, the trajectory of some children uh, that are precious to us. And so the, the moment that we're going to start with, it's this moment in Joshua 24, and it's a moment that you probably have seen summarized on plaques around uh, homes all over. You might see it on door knockers. And on that door knocker, you're going to see this moment where we see Joshua, right? The, the, the leader that took over after the great Moses, right? And, and when he took over, he was reminded. And I want to remind us all, like, like we're a moment on the mission of God, like Moses had died and, and, and everybody was mourning. And there was this moment where, where God says, Moses, my servant is dead. Now get up and cross that Jordan. And the mission of God carried on. And a man named Joshua began uh, to walk in that. God said, hey, be strong and courageous. He said, I want you to take the word of God. Joshua 1.8. He said, meditate on the word of God. And he said, listen, be strong and courageous for the Lord your God is with you. And so Joshua has led uh, God's people into the promised land. They have seen some crazy things take place. They are in this land. And it's a land. God had reminded them. He said, this land that you're going into, it's land, it's cities that are built that you didn't build. It's things that you didn't do. And when we go in and we, we worship this morning, we recognize that even our breath is a gift from God. And so they gather. And there's this moment where Joshua, in Joshua chapter 24, verse 15, I'm going to summarize it. we got to go quick today. Y'all buckle up and hold on tight. We're going to go. And so in Joshua 24, there's this moment where he says basically this. He says, I want you to choose this day. He said, you can choose to serve the gods that your father served on the other side of the flood. You can serve the God of the Amorites in the land that you live in. But he said, I want you to know something. It was kind of like these parents as they stood up here this morning. And they made a commitment before uh, us and they, they declared some things. He said, but I want you to know, ask for me in my house. He said, we will serve the Lord. Now, now here's this moment, this incredible moment. And when I see those plaques and when I see these verses, I'm immediately stirred to Judges chapter 2, verse 10. And what we read in Judges chapter 2 is that Moses, or excuse me, that Joshua had grew up, he had, he had gotten uh, to this ripe old age of 110 and that he had died. I just want to read uh, a few verses there beginning in uh, verse 7. The scripture says this, the people served the Lord all the days of Joshua and all the days of the elders who survived Joshua who had seen all the great work of the Lord which he had done 
for Israel. Then Joshua, the son of Nun, the servant of the Lord, died at the age of 110. And we're going to see that he died, that they buried him. And, and, and then in verse 10, the scripture says, And all that generation also were gathered to their fathers. And this should grip your heart. It says, And there arose another generation after them who did not know the Lord, nor yet the work he had done for Israel. We read this moment like Joshua dies at the ripe old age of 110. Some of that generation lived longer, but they too passed away. And there came up a generation after them that did not know the Lord, their God, or the works that he had done. How could this happen? That's the question that I ask this morning. How could this happen? And and I want to present to you that I believe it can happen to us the same way that it happened to them. Not much different. From us, we would read in Deuteronomy 6, we would read of the Shema, and we would read of how they would recite this and how core it was to the people of God. In Deuteronomy 6, our, our families went through some, uh, some things in this, this parent-child dedication class that we have that talks about the rhythm, rhythms of life. And, and we would read this, and they would, this was core to who they were. In Deuteronomy 6, we would say, Hear, O Israel, Shema, the word here in Hebrew, they, they, would, they would say this, Shema, hear, Hear, O Israel, the Lord is our God. The Lord is one, and you shall love the Lord your God with with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your might. This is it. This is the main thing. This is what we say, that we exist to empower generations to love God, to love people, and to put that love in action. This is when, when Jesus would be asked, right? The Lord would say, hey, what, what's the greatest of the commands? And he would say, the greatest is to love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength, and to love your neighbor as yourself. This, this reality of those things. And then in verse 6, right? In Deuteronomy 6, 6, we read this, these words which I'm commanding you today. And parents, this is where it's got to start, right? He says, these words that I'm commanding you today, adults, parents, grandparents, these shall be on your heart. It's that thought of Joshua 1.8. Listen, you're meditating on them. You are engaged in the word of God. He said, these words I'm commanding you today, they shall be on your heart. You shall teach them diligently to your sons and you shall talk of them when you sit in your house and when you walk by the way, when you lie down, when you rise up, you'll bind them as a sign on your hand. They shall be as frontals on your forehead. You shall write them on the doorpost of your house and on your gates. He said all the time, like rhythms of all your life, when you're driving to work, when you're rising up, when you're sitting at the dinner table, when you're getting ready to go to bed, when you're at the track meet, when you're at the football game, wherever you're at. See, it was not this thought of tacking on uh, Yahweh to the, to the rest of their lives. It wasn't this thought of tacking on a little bit of Jesus to something. And, and we live in a culture where Jesus is one of many things that are in a list in our life that we say, hey, we go to church on this day. We got this on this day. We got that. I want you to understand, Jesus is everything everything, right? It needs to be central in our lives. And so here they are, right, with, with this call that they're to, 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 to pass down this faith to the next generation. Verse 12, uh, we'll skip on down to there in, in chapter 6. We read this. He says, then watch yourself, right? There's this thought of, of being careful, being diligent. First Peter would say that your adversary, he says, be sober, watch, right? Be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary, the devil, roams around as a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. And it, we would understand that the enemy does all only, right? His desire, John 10, 10, is only to steal, kill, and to destroy. And so here we would read, watch yourself that you do not forget the Lord who brought you from the land of Egypt out of the house of slavery. So here's what we see right in Joshua. We will not forget the Lord, right? That's where they're at. They're saying, how could we forget the Lord? How would, would we ever forsake him? We will not forget the Lord. And then in Judges, the people forgot about the Lord. Now, this is a heavy passage, right? And there's some, 
there's some core truths that I want to I want to make sure we get, and then we're going to talk about a way forward from here. And so, lean in. The first thing I want you to see is that, that parents are to diligently disciple their children. Grandparents are to diligently disciple their children. The, the role that you have as parents and grandparents, the role specifically that God gives us as parents is, is this role, right, that, that, we, uh, that we have. We are our primary, and it is 